What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back inside the UC Health Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. Team reporter and host Sydney Jones here. And coming up on today's episode, we'll hear from head coach Nathaniel Hackett, quarterback Russell Wilson, and all three coordinators as they spoke to the media today. Plus, I'll have the latest injury report in Panthers senior writer Darren Gant joins the show to take a look at this matchup from the Panthers perspective. All that and more coming up. The team had another day of practice here at the UC Health Training Center as they continue to prepare for their road trip to Carolina on Sunday. Despite sitting at 3-7, and seven, head coach Nathaniel Hackett spoke today on staying focused on the present and what they can do now. Uh, I've been in a couple different places that, you know, you enter in when there has been a playoff drought. Um, and you have to focus on the now. You have to focus on the ways that you can improve, the culture that you're building, um, the relationships with the guys, the, the understanding to come into this building and work every day and um, show them how hard it is to win. I mean, just to get to the playoffs, just to have those opportunities are, are so difficult. Been lucky the past uh, couple years to have that. Um, but again, it's, it's, there's a way that it looks and feels, and you have to keep preaching that, and you have to set the standard, and the players have to hold themselves to the standard as much as the coaches do. But it, obviously it starts with me, starts with the coaches, uh, we have to continually talk about that because it is difficult to win in this league and get to the playoffs. Offensive coordinator Justin Outen also spoke to the media today and spoke on some of the offensive struggles, specifically in the second half of their games and what adjustments need to be made. I think if it all boils down to everything, I think it boils down to third down. I don't think it's necessarily a first and second half thing. I think it's third down and going through the whole process and, and looking at everything. We have not been very efficient at all. So this is something that we are really honing in on. Uh, obviously, the base plan, you're going to have your mixers, but we got you, you don't want to be too creative, but you also have got to have answers. I, last game, we got a lot more man coverage compared to the previous week. So the ability to adjust and have guys you know, win their one-on-one matchups is what we need to do a little bit better. And Russell Wilson added to that by detailing what's specifically going wrong in the third quarter. Yeah, we, we got to come out and have a better third quarter. Our third quarters have been what's part of, you know, I think, why we are where we are. You know, not even part of it, a big part of it. I think we've had pretty good first halves for the most part, decent. Um, some some have been better than others, but the third quarter has has, uh, has uh, slowed us down tremendously. And so that's that's something that I'm really focused on over the next, you know, over the next uh, you know few days, and then obviously going to this game and the rest of the games we have this year, and uh, hopefully we can turn it around. Russell also talked about the offense's success going up-tempo and how he hopes to see more of that. Uh, I think it's something that we can do really well, and we've done it really well. I think um, I've always done it well. Guys have done it well. I think it's something that we can get to more. Um, it's something we have to do all the time, but I do think it's something that we should tap into. Um, you know, I think about, go back to London game. We played really good in the tempo situations, um, and I think – Part of it is, you know, who we have and everybody knowing all the plays and everything else. And guys are really smart. They're on it. Um, you know, that's always the fear. It's like, you know, does everybody know it, especially younger guys? But these guys are as sharp as can be. You know, they spend extra time early in the mornings. And like I said to you guys, and, um, you know, so you trust them and you trust, you know, the guys up front and, and everything else. So I think that's that's a really good good part for for us you know so far and looking at this defense defensive coordinator Ejero Ivero discussed the Panthers change in quarterback this week and what type of threat Sam Darnold will pose on Sunday you know uh, he played obviously all last year um, in LA two years ago we played against him uh, when he was at the Jets and so pretty familiar he's a talented player big arm athletic um, he's made a lot of plays you know he was a high draft pick for a reason 
And uh, so uh, it's going to be a good challenge. And since Coach Hackett gave up his play calling duties, he's had more time throughout the week to be more focused and more involved in all three phases. Oh, it's been great. Uh, it was in some special teams meetings, uh, still uh, very heavily uh, involved with the offense and uh, being in the quarterback room as much as I can, but just being sure that I'm around to see more things, um, see how things are coached, see how things are executed out on the practice field to see if there's something that I can catch, I can help correct, or uh, just even uh, how it's taught, anything like that. Um, so I think it's been great up to this point, seeing more guys able to be around and not uh, feeling guilty if all of a sudden you get stuck and have to talk with somebody and not uh, racing to a meeting. Um, so I think it's been, it's been really good so far. Special teams coordinator Dwayne Stukes said it's been great having Coach Hackett contribute to his meetings. I love him in, in our meetings, actually. I would have preferred for him to be in our meetings from day one, but I understand his role and his job title and what he had to do. But just having that support in there and the guys see the emphasis of special teams, I think it takes the, the importance of it that much you know, it takes it that much higher because they see the head coach in there. They know they have to be accountable, not only to me, not only to their teammates, but again, the head coaches, he has all eyes on the situation now. And as we wrap up the top news of the day, let's take a look at today's injury report. Coach Hackett updated us on a few guys, wide receiver KJ Hamler, defensive lineman Jonathan Harris, wide receiver Jerry Judy, outside linebacker Jacob Martin, and quarterback K1 Williams all did not participate at practice today. And fullback and tight end Andrew Beck, long snapper Jacob Bobbenmoyer, outside linebacker Jonathan Cooper, defensive tackle DJ Jones, running back Latavius Murray, defensive lineman Mike Purcell, and safety Justin Simmons were all limited. And I had a chance to catch up with Carolina Panthers senior writer and managing editor Darren Gant to get his thoughts on this matchup from the Panthers perspective. Take a listen. Darren, appreciate you joining me today. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, happy to do it, Sydney. How's it? How are things going over there in Charlotte? It's a whole thing this year. There's been a lot going on. This season feels like about two and one because uh, already this year the Panthers have been through uh, a head coach and traded Christian McCaffrey. And oh, by the way, they're going to start their third different quarterback of the season this week. So yeah, it's there have been some things. It's been interesting, but you know, for all that being said i mean they feel like you wouldn't look at a team that's three and eight and and coming off a road loss in baltimore in which they scored three points and and think that they would be a factor in anything but there is a peculiar sense of belief about this team they've played decent football under steve wilkes they played a really good game up in baltimore the other day they just didn't score any points i mean other than that everything seems to be going okay because the defense playing well they're running well with Deontay Foreman. They just haven't had anything resembling consistency from any of the quarterbacks. I mean, even when P.J. Walker was in there and things were going pretty well, P.J. also had one of the worst first halves of football I've ever seen in my life uh, in Cincinnati the other week. And then Baker comes back in, and then Baker was not so good. And now it's Sam Darnold again, of course. So, yes, it's uh, what a time to be alive here in Charlotte. We've seen some stuff this year. Yeah, you guys certainly have. You know, you mentioned it. The Panthers announced this week that Sam Darnold would be the starting quarterback on Sunday. Darren, what do you really think that will mean for Carolina's offense this weekend? You know, coming off a game, like you mentioned, where they only scored three points. We'll see. I mean, you know, and I don't miss, mean this to sound overtly negative toward Baker Mayfield. He just didn't do anything. Baker 
you know, was a pro. He was supportive. He was all this. He just didn't play very well. Uh, people thought he was going to be the difference in taking them up a level this offseason. He hasn't been. You know, I go back to we don't know, first and foremost, which Sam Darnold we're going to see. Last year, the first four games of the year, Sam was a fairly competent NFL quarterback. I mean, when things were going well and they had their healthy offensive line for last year in front of him, Sam played okay. And then Christian McCaffrey got hurt and things got sideways and Sam did not play well for the middle section of the season. So I think what they're hoping is Sam gets in, makes a few plays, hands off to Deontay Foreman a lot, and and they hope for the best. They just need... They don't even need good offense. I think they just need competent <laughs> offense, and they haven't gotten it yet. Right. Well, one guy I know who, you know, hasn't been as productive this season as he normally is, is DJ Moore. I know interim head coach, you know, Steve Wilkes talked a little bit about that this week. What is he kind of saying just about some of the reasoning behind that this season? Well, I mean, DJ has gotten a lot of attention. He's getting more double teams than he's used to seeing. Um, but DJ is, and it's interesting because DJ Moore is quietly very very much one of the most consistent players in the league. He's one of two guys in the NFL with three straight years of 1,100 yards. He is not going to get to 1,100 yards this year, barring some miracle over the last six games. Uh, DJ has um, still can make big plays, as we saw in Atlanta earlier this year with the big touchdown late from P.J. Walker, but he just hasn't been terribly consistent. But nothing about this offense has been consistent this year, at least in terms of the passing game. So it's been tough for D.J., but even going back to Maryland, he was constantly playing with different quarterbacks. So the fact that this is going to be the third or fourth guy throwing passes his direction this year is not necessarily new to him, but he's always – He's always had some degree of success. I think it's interesting with Steve Wilkes. I mean, for an interim coach, Steve's got a certain air about him, and he is not afraid to call out some of his best players. He did that earlier this week, right. and he's not saying anything to us that he didn't say to them already. Steve mm -hmm. is very direct, very to the point. So when he put DJ Moore on notice that DJ wants to have more production, catch the things that come to you, DJ. Everybody was like, whoa, Steve oh. Wills. But uh, that's just his personality. That's just his style. He's very direct. And and DJ knows, too. I mean, it's it's right. no secret to anyone. It's not going the way he would have hoped this year. Definitely. Well, Darren Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett, he spoke this week on the challenge that this Carolina defense presents. You know, he had a lot of praise for that group, said they're one of the you know highest pressuring teams in the league. What have you really liked about that squad the past few weeks and really this season? They, they've got a good young core of players. I think J.C. Horn at corner is going to be a star in this league for a long time to come. He's just he's one of those kids who was born to the NFL. His dad was Joe Horn, as you know, and um, he, he just has an air about him. He feels like a veteran, even though he's a second year guy. He's got a world of talent. But the guy who's really come on the scene this year and probably had the best and most consistent seasons, Derek Brown up front, top 10 pick from yeah. Auburn a couple of years ago and and sort of, I don't want to say he struggled the last couple of years, but he didn't make a lot of impact plays. Derek's never been a guy, even when he was at Auburn, he wasn't a big sack guy, but mm -hmm. he could, he could pressure the pocket and create disruption from the inside out. Right. Put Brian Burns out on the edge along with him. And, and they've got some nice pieces in place. Jeremy Chin, uh, who a lot of Broncos fans will know as the nephew of some guy named Steve Atwater. Um, <laughs> 
you know, Jeremy got back on the field last week and that helped and having him, you know, they've got some nice young pieces in place and, and they're just trying to get a little more consistent in certain areas. Recently, they've played pretty well. And again, up in Baltimore the, the other day, you hold Lamar Jackson to 13 points and, right. and really the only touchdown they scored was after a short field turnover. It's about as good as it gets. I mean, and I know the Broncos are playing pretty good defense themselves, but they like the way things are going on that side of the ball here. Mm-hmm. Well, overall, looking at this game as a whole, Darren, what do you think or who do you think is the matchup really to watch on Sunday? Yeah, I, I just think everything, I hate to be reductive and just make it about quarterbacks, yeah. but it's going to be all about Sam Darnold. If Sam can make any plays at all downfield, that's what that offense needs because Deontay Foreman has run well uh, mm-hmm. when he's been in here and had a chance this year and just loosen things up a little bit. They don't need 300 yards passing out of Sam. Get right. to 250, throw for 225. <laughs> I mean, they haven't even gotten to that a lot of times lately. So if they can make any plays downfield, the offensive line is physical enough. Deontay Foreman is a physical runner. Mm -hmm. So they don't mind playing old school football and just keep chains moving, but they've got to get something downfield and that's going to be on Sam. I know both the Broncos and the Panthers are heading into this matchup with just three wins. Now the Panthers are back home this weekend. Last one here for you, Darren, what's kind of been the mood or just the vibe in the locker room this week for them? Oddly enough, it's been really positive, both in the locker room and in the community. I mean, you say three and eight, and things obviously haven't gone well. When there's a coaching change midseason, it's not going to be particularly, you know, joyous around there. But they've won two home games in a row. And, and Steve Wilkes has created a little bit of belief among some of these guys. He was on the staff in 2014 when the Carolina Panthers won the division at seven, eight, and one. So, again, not great, Bob, but at least they feel like they've got a shot at something. And he's told those guys this can be that kind of thing, too. I mean, they've got four games coming up in the last six against the Steelers, Lions, Broncos and Saints. I think their combined record right now is 14 and 27. So there are a lot of people in that locker room, honestly, who look around and say, hey, why not us? Right. Absolutely. Well, looking forward to coming out there to Charlotte this weekend. Darren, really appreciate your time and your insight on the team. Happy to do it. See you soon, Cindy. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in today and every day. Thursday is the Thanksgiving, so there will be no show. I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and I will meet you all right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube on Friday for another episode.